Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Summit early to return to the White House for negotiations on raising the debt ceiling. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan accompanied Biden in Japan, where Sullivan says other G7 leaders were aware and interested in the debt issue. You know, countries want to have a sense of how these negotiations are going to play out. And the president has expressed confidence that he believes uh, that we can drive to an outcome where we do avoid default. Sullivan also said that Biden assured the other leaders that he believes the U.S. will come to a good deal. Before his early exit, President Biden sat down with Ukrainian President Zelensky, where he announced a major military aid package for Ukraine. Biden said the $375 million package would include ammunition and vehicles for Ukraine in its war against Russia. Biden also announced new sanctions on Russia to put economic pressure on Putin. The city council is proposing a bill which would license restaurants to operate outdoors permanently. 77 WABC's Bob Brown reports. Under the plan, roadway sheds will be permitted from April to November, while sidewalk tables will be allowed year-round. Mayor Adams says the temporary open restaurants program saved 100,000 jobs at the height of the pandemic. There are nearly 13,000 restaurants participating in the open restaurant program. The city council will vote on the bill next month. I'm Bob Brown for 77 WABC News. In Game 3 of the Western Conference semifinals last night, the Denver Nuggets took a commanding 3-0 lead in the series, beating the Los Angeles Lakers 119-108. Jamal Murray led Denver with 37 points, and Anthony Davis sank 28 points for Los Angeles with 18 rebounds, but the Lakers struggled with shooting throughout the game. Davis says the team is still fighting to stay in the series. Take it one game at a time. Uh, you know, come Monday, um, leave it all on the floor and uh, try to get a win. You know, um, they can take it to game five, game six, game seven. Game four is tomorrow night in 8.30 in Los Angeles. If Denver comes out on top, this would be their first ever trip to the NBA Finals. And National Treasure is the winner of the 148th Preakness Stakes. Kentucky Derby winner Mage came in third. A jockey was hospitalized and a horse had to be euthanized after suffering an ankle injury earlier in the day during an undercard race. The last race in the Triple Crown, the Belmont Stakes, is set for June 10th. And now here's your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. Today, mostly cloudy skies with a high of 74. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 75. WABC News Time is 10.02. 50, 61 and partly cloudy outside our Midtown studios. I'm Liz Radabali. And remember, the news never stops at WABCRadio.com. 
more than 7.1 million vehicles on the road today still have unrepaired Takata airbags. Does yours? Even in a minor crash, recalled airbags can rupture and send shrapnel into the vehicle. Visit checktoprotect.org today and schedule your free repair. Resort living can be yours. With 361 days of sunshine, when you live at the residences at 400 Central in St. Petersburg, Florida. Now under construction, call 727-205-8517. That's 727-205-8517. The residences at 400 Central in St. Petersburg, Florida. Go to 400central.com. That's the number 400central.com. Hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. Good morning and welcome to Uncovering the Truth with me, Dr. Maria, and... Rudy Giuliani, and we are proudly sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Well, good morning, Mayor. T2T.org. Put in your 11 bucks. Good morning. (laughs) Good morning. I had a. Dr. Maria, you look radiant for someone that got up around four this morning to get here on time. Oh, I had to get up a tad bit earlier than that. But uh, I flew from uh, obviously my home in Boston to uh, New York. And, you know, I fly a lot. Your home is not Boston. My home, home is, is New Hampshire, Hampshire. Please. But I fly from Boston. Okay. Yeah, well, that's not your fault. I do drive a lot to come to work, but I also fly in. And I watch a lot of movies. You know, I just went to Japan, so it's a very long flight. So I watch multiple movies. I'm a big movie person. And this morning I picked a film, even though, you know, it's only an hour flight. You're sitting on the plane a little bit before you actually uh-huh. take off. So I picked a film called Lady Bird. And I thought it would be maybe something historical about Lady Bird Johnson. Yeah, yeah, she beautified the highways. <laughs> It had nothing to do with any kind of history or Lady Bird Johnson. It was actually a cute little film, though, but it was really for teenagers and what they're going through. And this one teenager wanted to fit in. She feels a little bit like an oddball, and she starts lying and getting in with the wrong crowd just to fit in. And finally, at the end, she comes to her senses and goes back to her best friend, who is always loyal, always a kind girl who did the right thing. So it was a movie that had a little bit of a meaning. You mean, actually, this would be a good movie for... for I think so, for you, teenagers. Would you like yeah. your your granddaughter to see this movie? Yeah, yeah. That's my, my test would be to ask you. Yeah, And sure. would this be that, the, would that be the it Gabriella's level? It definitely is level? a teenager level, yes. Well, she's almost... Well, she's <gasps> she's going to be 18. Well, you're still a teenager at 18. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. So is it, would it be a good movie yes, for that Yes, I, I think so, too. Would I enjoy it? I think you would. Actually, oh. you know, even though I'm even not though, a teenager anymore. It's hard for me to watch a movie if there's only five people killed. I mean, <laughs> like well, the, what about Yellowstone? That Yellowstone. One, that one son what who is I really, going on here with I've Yellowstone? Seen, I've never seen more people kill people than his, uh, than his youngest son. I mean, he kills five people an episode. You know, people might be surprised to hear me say this, but a CEO of a hospital is a business person. Right. It's a business. You have people that cost a lot of money, doctors, nurses. You you have to look at what revenue is coming in, blah, blah, blah. What happened to Yellowstone? A hit, a wildly. I think it was too right wing. 
hit show. Well, too the bad. rumor is on, was it was all bad. around Kevin Costner um, not wanting to do a full schedule, and then they stop it like that. You know, the guy who wrote it and directed it, Taylor Sheridan, told Atlantic Magazine when it was accused of being right-wing, he says, it's so not right-wing. Like, I don't know. I, I don't care if it was but right-wing, left-wing. It was whatever a great they show. Whatever played into, whether they know it or not, they played into the fears and the and the things that people feel are missing now, and they they showed the value and strength of being an individual yeah. and standing and up for the, the state. I mean, maybe it didn't want to be right-wing, but it was. But in any event, uh, I really want your take on – Rather extraordinary move legally. Uh, the ex-Marine Daniel Penny, yes, kind of outlined his story. Mm-hmm. Yes, now in the y- New York usually Post. Uh, as a lawyer to someone being charged with a, you know a form of murder here, right? You tell your client, keep your mouth shut, don't do this. Let's save this for a grand jury or trial if we have to. Usually, it's the sign of a pretty confident um, defendant and defendant lawyer in case. that he's innocent. To tell the story, but I, I did, agree did you, with re- you. You reviewed that carefully. I did look. Um, what do you think? What he released in the New York Post, and I liked it because here's what happened: irresponsible people, irresponsible journalists, irresponsible politicians were putting out that this was a race motivated. Oh yeah, event. right. Uh, Sharpton at the Sharpton did the eulogy uh, for for Neely, Mr. Neely, because he yeah. never met Neely, never met. Almost any of the people he does the does the eulogy for, and of course, rather than doing a beautiful eulogy about the man, yeah, maybe the man before things went wrong for him, yeah, he does a eulogy about you know making it a white black. I, I, you know what? I think that's so irresponsible, and I could obviously this had nothing to do with race. This guy, the character of this Marine Penny Daniel Penny, he would have jumped in if the the perpetrator was green yellow purple white it's obvious black. that's his nature yeah, i mean yeah, that's yeah, why right. he was a marine yeah he's a helper that's like why he me. became I'm a marine. helper yeah yeah it's, just it's not easy being a marine to do but you know what it's backfiring on them he got so much donations for his defense legal defense that just goes to show people aren't tolerating Last time i this checked crap. It was over two million doctor yeah, yeah. Isn't that wonderful? Small donations to average day people like me that uh, just want to contribute whatever they can a little bit. A lot of people did stay anonymous because they're afraid of retribution. And Which I is a can't. Shame. That's another thing I can't stand. A shame. Right? A shame. We should be shame. proud to stick up for somebody that has belief and values to help other people. He could not get in. In his little thing to the New York Post, he couldn't say specifics, but he says. It's enough that I've never witnessed anything like this before. So we're going to find out a little bit more what this guy was Dude, doing. He this, wasn't just threatening people and throwing food. This guy was in battle. He was deployed with ribbons and, and, and citations. Yeah. Third highest award in the Marines. I mean, this he was not only a Marine. There are a lot of Marines, a lot of good Marines. Not a lot of Marines get the kind of awards that he got. Yeah. So he's top-notch Marine. Top-notch. From everything you can tell from the people that have been interviewed, because if they found something bad about him, it would be out, right? Yeah. I mean, if this guy had a speeding ticket, it would be out. I'm surprised they're not lying, because that's what they do Sounds like a hell of a nice guy. Yep. 
But he says non-political. I can't say everything because this is an ongoing case. But it's uh, I I saw experienced things I've never seen before. So we're going to find out that this Jordan Neely wasn't just threatening people or throwing food. Something worse was happening. Now a lot of people on the train again are coming forward and saying thank God for this guy. So I just hope he gets justice. That um, who's the young guy? uh, Rittenhouse. You know, it looked like they tried to railroad that kid, too, saying he was white supremacist and he was just looking to shoot people. And we have a lot of complaints about our justice system nowadays. Right now, it's the best we got. And certainly it didn't fail Rittenhouse when it came down to it. Thank the Lord. And that other kid, that poor Catholic high school kid that the media had said he was uh, against a Native American had nothing to do with that. And he got vindicated with a lot of cash, right? He, I mean, they, they sued uh, they, CNN. They, they, they sued everybody. There's no question that the result here should be, that if we had anything close to an honest, not paid for district attorney by Soros, uh, he would dismiss the case. There is not sufficient evidence to convict him of a crime. Mm-hmm. The evidence is, in fact, in his favor rather than against him. But if even if you don't want to look at it that way. The evidence isn't in enough doubt, so you don't go. You don't go to trial on a hunch that the guy is guilty. <laughs> you sick. don't go to That's trial. You don't even go to trial. You don't even go to trial if there's as much evidence of guilt as innocence. You can't go with a case like that. The evidence of guilt has to be overwhelming. Uh, it has to wipe out the evidence of innocence, and it has to be beyond a reasonable doubt, which is about the highest standard you can reach. Doesn't mean exact certainty. But it comes very close to certainty. Mm. Well, this case, there's no certainty about it. In fact, if anything, it looks like he did what, what we want people to do. It's because Bragg is a pussy. He listens to everybody else. He gets pressured by all the wrong people. Like, be a man. Stand up for what's right. He well, should I, have never I, tried to prosecute I think he's a, I think or have him arrested. I think he's a distorted, dishonest, corrupt yeah. human being. As well as a communist. You know what's happening in Massachusetts? A Soros-backed DA there is getting kicked out. I love it. Yeah, I wonder if we're going to get around to that because he and Adam still remain popular. And, boy, they've done so much damage to the city. When I see them popular, I wonder if the city has a future. Because uh, the future is only as good as our citizens. And if our citizens keep being brainwashed and selecting these people who are really fatal to the city. Yeah. There'll be no city left. Well, a little later on, we're going to have the director, Matthew Taylor, of the fall and rise of Gotham. Of course, it fell again, but he is uh, has an interesting story of six mayors in New York City from 1996 to whenever Bloomberg left and how the city was so decrepit and who turned it around? A guy named Mayor Rudy Giuliani, but more to come on that. Hey, did you hear the news? They think New York is stinking, sinking from the weight of the skyscrapers. Did you hear that? Yeah, I mean, they've been around for quite some time and it hasn't sunk. Yeah. I don't think that's possible with the bedrock. I don't think I don't think so. Yeah, it's not from so. I think it's the usual Al Gore. uh, We're going to be flooded in the entire southeast and by 2015. Well, earlier just in case you we... told me you think it's sinking from the BS. In the oh, city. yeah, it is. It's, 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 sinking, it's sinking from I the crooked. I couldn't get you to replicate that for the life of me. And all the gas that is emitted 
by the crooked Democrats. AOC, we'll be back all our gas. after a short break as we contemplate no, 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 the no, gas. No, 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 no. We're, you're, we're way too early for oh, a break, I young man. You, I thought you were giving me a signal. No, there. no, I was giving you. I'm trying to pull from you the BS Oh, thing. <laughs> you want that line. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what you would do. So you have some interesting polls today, right? I do. I do. That way, so uh, tomorrow, um, uh, tomorrow, Governor DeSantis is finally announcing. It's really interesting. He picked the worst point to announce. He was ahead at one point by like 20 or 30 points. Tim Scott. He's now behind. Oh, no, uh, Scott is announcing tomorrow, DeSantis next week, or during the week, we think. Uh, Scott is running a sensible campaign. He's running to be number two. When you listen to his rhetoric, he is not criticizing Trump, which runs the risk of helping to elect Biden, by the way, and I really resent that. Uh, you, got, you have to make a realistic uh, uh, analysis of your chance of winning. And if your chance of winning isn't that great, you can't bring Trump down because then we're going to have Biden as president. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm going to hold you responsible for Biden if you do that. So DeSantis has crossed that line. DeSantis has gone from what he thought was going to be a sailing to the presidency. Nice. He was going to be totally positive, not negative. And now everything about it is negative attacks on Trump. Uh, that Every single time he does that, he's campaigning for Biden. And making it possible that we will have a demented president for another four years and a communist regime. I have a different perspective. I don't think he's going after President Trump all that hard. I, not that I want him to necessarily, but I, I don't see it and I don't hear it. I think he's been extremely respectful. It's my own perspective. No, I don't think so. He basically, he basically very, very uh, nastily... Um, uh, criticized him for having an affair. That's a cheap well, he shot. Made a little comment, yeah. Well, that was a cheap shot. Yeah. Unless you're purer than Caesar's well, wife, you better you keep know, your mouth shut. None, no complicated person is without sin, right? We we have it throughout our history of well, then of people who want to. DeSantis have us. enough discipline to keep his mouth shut. Well, particularly when say the same the for, future, uh, for uh, somebody uh, else. Well, I know, but you got to you, you don't judge yourself by somebody else. You judge it by you. No, I they're know. both in different positions. <laughs> yeah, I, I one I is the former that. president. I tell you what, I like one is the former president being challenged by a man who he made governor. Now that there's no doubt about. It. There's no doubt if people DeSantis remember get up and Gillum clear. and uh, DeSantis were neck and neck. Surprisingly, now pu- Gillum I, is he even alive? He like overdosed a million times on drugs. I he was a druggie when he was running, and he almost won. I participated in that election. I participated in the choice of him over uh, you, Putnam. You helped save the day for DeSantis. And you I went were down, down and campaigned for him at, at, yeah. at Trump's order. And Trump went down and campaigned for him. Obviously, much even more important. And uh, he was going to lose. He was not going to get the nomination for that sure. That is true. And yep. he was going to lose. Yep. He only won by a and, small and percentage the first time. Out. Now, he won on his own later, four years later. God bless him. Terrific. Do I think he did a good job? Yes, I think he did a good job. But do I think it's disloyal to run against a guy who made you governor? Look, I'm Italian. Of course it is. Of course it's disloyal. He's Italian, too. I don't get it. It must be a different well, kind I of think Italian. Him and his team have misread the popularity of Trump. Uh, this is my own take that DeSantis probably thought Trump was uh, a has been, that there's been so much fake media about him, so Got many people believe it. There's so much Trump derangement syndrome 
that they thought this was their shot in. And it comes to show, I mean, it, it ends up being that Trump is still extremely popular. And now that we've had the over two years of the Biden administration, people love Trump even more. Especially minorities, right? They're like, all of a sudden, we can't afford our groceries. We can't afford our oil for our homes. Well, DeSantis has very, very stupidly moved himself into the position of being the target now. The people entering the race now are not running against Trump. First of all, he's ahead of DeSantis, real clear politics average by anywhere from 30 to 40 percent. Yeah, it's big. It's Um, a big gap. And, uh, and... Basically, in the Democratic primary, Robert Kennedy Jr. is doing better than him. Yeah. Compared to Biden. He's at about 19, 20 percent. DeSantis is about 17, 17, People in the 16. Democrat Party should be really upset for Robert Kennedy. For the DNC to say there'll be no debate, that's not giving the people the right to hear the issues by the top, well, by the can, candidates. How can there be a debate? There's Between, got to be, How though. can there be a debate? But there's got to be. To me, that's so. DNC does everything wrong. They pay for a fake dossier. Well, they're they, they, like they're so they're crooked. A, they're a, a racketeering organization. I think the good people, the Democrat She's not Party, even listen to me. It's I, a racketeering organization. You're taking yeah. it like I'm just. No, I, mean, I, it is I a guess I agree with you. It's, it's not a racketeering shocking. organization. All they do is try to make money for themselves. If you look at the polls for the last one, two, three months, I'm looking at a hundred, one hundred polls in real clear politics. Trump leads DeSantis by an average of 36.9. The highest poll was about 50 or 60. Lowest one, about 25. There's only one poll out of 100 in which DeSantis leads. Can you guess whose poll it is? Something out of Florida? No, I don't know. Can you guess? His own pollster. (laughs) CNN. His own pollster. (laughs) They have him him winning by 2%. Whereas, let's say, uh, Harvard has Trump winning by 42%. Harvard, Rasmussen, 45. Reuters, 28. ABC, hardly a fan, 28. CNN, just said is winning by 2%. Well, more on this subject and more coming up. Matthew Taylor, we'll see you on the other side of this break. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now with Dr. Maria. Here's Rudy Giuliani. Welcome back to Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and me, Dr. Maria. And we are sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Well, we have a board that we can tell the most of the people who are waiting to talk to us, and it filled up very early. We just barely got on the air, and many of the people want to talk about the Durham report. Well, sure they do. I mean, the Durham report maybe is the most devastating report ever written about corruption at the highest levels of our government, because when you synthesize it, and Durham buries this a bit in the middle of a paragraph rather than devoting a section to it. 
the most extraordinary part of it is in July, beginning of August 2016, Brennan walked into Obama, President Obama's office, with Biden, the Attorney General, and the liar, perjurer Comey there, and briefed them on a plan that Hillary Clinton had to develop a uh, false scenario that Trump was colluding with the Russians in order to take pressure off the growing criticism of her destroying 33,000 emails, uh, busting up a computer. Uh, So it was clear to the highest officials of our government that she was concocting a false plan uh, based on Russian information. Now, they didn't say, don't do it. They didn't try to stop it. In fact, they were briefed several more times, including toward the end of the administration. So Obama sat there and enabled a false plot to be developed to frame Trump to stop him from being elected, which then played out as a false plot to remove him illegally from office, which sounds to me like he was. That's an insurrection. That's a coup. Yeah, that's a coup. I mean, that's a, so that, that is really step, that is really yes. what they charged the people with no guns. Absolutely. Uh, on January sixth, because yep. they had guns. Yeah. The guns they had was their enormously powerful position. Yeah. FBI and maybe they, CIA. So this is a let's make it really simple and interpret it for you, but co- correctly as I would do if I were trying them for sedition. What they were doing is they were participating in a plan to, by illegal means, false information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remove a lawfully elected president of the United States. Yeah. That is the crime of sedition. Yeah. Well, and the top of the pyramid, not Obama. even Biden, Obama. Obama. Well, first of all, it was election interference. They were hoping it was going to crush his chances for the presidency. The people saw through it, wanted Trump, wanted a change, desperate for a change. He gets in, then it's a coup. They decide to keep going forward using $40 million 100%. at least of our money. Where they could have been doing other things, national security, everything else. I'm so angry. We knew it. It took. Of course, we knew it it after a while. We both knew it. We all knew it. All my colleagues knew it. Jay Sickle, all all of my people that were working on our team knew it. Everybody close to it in the White House knew it. Why did it take Durham so long when you had the information right away during the incident? For that, it should never be forgiven. Uh, Durham's Durham's report was pathetically uh, uh, too late and uh, corruptly too little. By that, I mean, uh, how about never giving a single recommendation that a single person even get a ticket? I mean, this is ridiculous. These people committed crime after crime after crime. There's all that discussion of all the perjury in the Pfizer warrant. They uh, left information out. They changed information. They didn't give information. They signed it as a validated report in and of itself, just pure perjury by Comey twice and by others. Not even a fine. I, I know it's it's sinful. This two tiered justice system. If you or I walked, you know, across the street without a well, bright light on, we'd probably get a ticket. If you were four blocks away from the Capitol on January sixth, you might have the stormtroopers <laughs> come to your house. You might have you might have the FBI stormtroopers come to your house dressed up like I don't know what something out of the Second World War. And raid your damn house. If you notice, some of the FBI agents, whistleblowers who testified, objected to their dressing like that on the theory that they were going to get people killed, that that becomes so frightening it could lead to repercussions and getting people killed and also so inappropriate. 
They're not arresting violent. You, you yeah. dress like that when you're investing violent yeah. criminals. There's nothing violent you about know, that's Roger Stone. That's such a Stone. good point because if I saw people coming to my home like that, I would feel under threat. Well, yeah, right? I mean, if if you're if if they are alleging you're guilty of not paying your taxes, which is what Manafort was or not signing a foreign agent's registration thing, which nobody ever gets prosecuted for, you don't expect to have, uh, you know, the SS show up <laughs> at your door. Yeah. You will now step aside as I point this machine gun at you. What the hell are they doing with machine guns? I yeah. mean, what, this is ridiculous. How, how about the guy with, like, seven kids who was saying he believes in pro-life, and they stormed his house? Let's go to Andrew in New Jersey. It's good to. I wanted to ask. Um, Andrew, I'll hang up and I'll, I'll hang up and let you guys. Yes, we're not getting through. The, uh, with no, Andrew. I hear him. You hear him? Oh, yep. Okay, well, then you answer it, Doc. Hey, the Durham report. I wanted to ask. Um, will Trump sue civilly anyone like Adam Schiff, who uh, obviously lied, but he was cr- crafty as far as when he testified before the Congress. He he said there was no evidence. You know, when he put his hand up to testify so he didn't perjure himself. But will Trump sue civilly? And my other question is with the Catholic mass in Latin, what was the claim that somehow that is terrorist? Isn't Latin an original language that the Bible was written in? So if you guys want to comment and I'll hang up and listen. Thanks. Thank well, that's you, very Andrew. nice of you. Well, you want, well, I'll, I'll let you take the civil because I'm not sure. Well, can, actually, can you actually, civilly sue? I, I would a, say I would say I'm not speaking for the president because I'm not his lawyer now. But, but can I, you can you civilly one, sue yes, an elected official? Yes. The, the, the thing about Congress is you cannot sue a, a member of Congress for anything they say on the floor of the Congress. I don't know about Sewell, uh, but I do know that Shifty Schiff had made a number of comments on television. For that, he can be sued including his comment that he had uh, two eyewitnesses to Trump being involved in Russian collusion, which he never uh, produced, just like he never produced the whistleblower for the phony Ukrainian uh, complaint. So uh, uh, there's no doubt that Shifty Schiff was sloppy enough to make his comments off the floor of the House. And even if you repeat off the floor of the House what you said on the floor of the House, you lose your immunity. So the uh-huh. answer, simple so answer to that is everything you said on CNN. Any, anything out, you cannot use a damn thing they say in Congress. Anything else, they're like everybody else. So all the comments he made on television, you know, holding up a list, doing all that other stuff, uh, lying, 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 all those lies can be used against him. Another group that's really ready for suit, who I'm thinking of suing, uh, and I'm pretty sure the president is, although that's kind of confidential information, are the 51 lying uh Lying intelligence people, those uh, traitors to the United States. I hope you sue everybody, Rudy. We're going to have to take a short break. When we come back, we'll have Matthew Taylor. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back with Dr. Maria on Uncovering the Truth, sponsored by that great organization, Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. Get your $11 a month in and help 
our most important citizens, the ones who protect us. So, uh, uh, doctor, what is happening? Is our entire Democrat Party falling apart? Feinstein uh, didn't remember that she wasn't in Washington for three months. Uh, She's been having problems for a while, uh, a long while. They kicked her off a couple committees a couple years ago, and she kept showing up. I mean, it's not funny. The you know we have several people who have mental um, incapacities in our. It's supposed to be well, running, running Fed, our government. You know, Fetterman, our president. I mean, Fetterman, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Einstein. Don't tell me I have to feel sorry for Fetterman. He's getting being he's being paid a salary by us, and he can't do even the closest uh, thing to the job. He's been out for like five months. He now comes back. He doesn't seem to understand what the hell no, he's he doing doesn't. or where he no, is. No. This other Pete, one, well, you know what? To me, that's the people of Pennsylvania have to get to their government. Well, they're just wasting our money. And and this other one, uh, uh, she doesn't even know who she is anymore. No. And, of course, then we got the big one in the White House who you almost know who her doctor tripped is? and broke his leg again. You know who her doctor is? Feinstein's doctor? I'm told it's Nancy Pelosi's daughter. <laughs> it's just a weird, incestual relationship they all have. They all cover each other. Well, she's other. not a, a, if judging by she a Feinstein's condition, I wouldn't go to her as a doctor. She, she Well, she's old as dirt, and she got she had uh, encephalitis from the herpes that she had. The uh, shingles is from the herpes uh, virus. But anyways, um, oh, well, what was I going to say about her? She she made two hundred mil, over $200 million since she's been in office. Isn't that funny as a public service? Just like uh, Pelosi made about $100 hmm. million from hmm. trading on inside information. Which yes. we put, put well, we got a jail. couple people on the line waiting to speak. Okay, well, let's listen. Let's listen to a quick message because I want you guys at three to get all pumped up for, I think, the best guy on radio. Here he is. <laughs> Andrew Giuliani. Now, there's no bias in that statement from you at all there, Father. None, none. None. No. (laughs) I hardly know you. Well, uh, thank you for the opportunity to tease on your guys' number one show. I appreciate it. We got a couple of incredible guests today, an announcement for a guest who I'm working on for next week. We're going to have Daryl Boyer, who's running for Florida State House. This kid has an amazing story. He's 23 years old. He grew up orphaned. His sister was actually killed by his mother Mm. when he was only three months old. And I have a feeling, I've seen this kid a while now, I have a feeling that one day this kid may be a presidential candidate. Truly amazing. We're going to have Tommy Dreesen, who for 14 years opened up for Frank Sinatra, so we'll have a little bit of fun. I want to show Piscopo that I could do Sinatra <laughs> even better than him. <laughs> and then the guest I'm working on for next week, there's a guy who's got a birthday, and I'd love for him to come on with his birthday next Sunday. That's Some if he's that's if he's Compass Menace, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you think? You think Look, I can book? I'll work on him. I'll week? work on him. I'm, I'm going to talk. Can... I'm going to talk to him tonight. If you can work on the guy, I that. <laughs> well, you have an exciting well, well, show. I can't wait to learn more about the young man. Three o'clock, WABC. Absolutely, Andrew well, thank Giuliani. Is thank terrific. you, Dr. Maria, and keep up the great show. I love listening every single Sunday at ten. See you soon. Thank you so love much. You. Thank now, you. Now, well, I am really excited to have Matthew Taylor on. He's been on the Rudy Giuliani show, but I believe this may be the first time we've had him on Uncovering the Truth. And he has directed a really fascinating movie, Gotham, The Fall and Rise of New York, that chronicles the legacy of six mayors from 1966 to 
to 2013. Up to Bloomberg, right? Up to Bloomberg. Well, Matthew, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me here. I'm so excited to to talk with you. Now, what gave you the impetus to do this movie? Well, you know, in 2019, uh, we just wanted to tell the story of the 90s because we believe that the turnaround in New York City is actually the greatest turnaround in American history when you look at the numbers and you look at the brave people who did it. And it started as a let's let's praise these people, let's get them on camera, and then COVID came. And it turned into a project to say, this is how you pull all the major cities in America out of a tailspin. And and now it's become a project that looks forward to help cities like Chicago, St. Louis, and places like that uh, make better decisions, realign incentives, and, you know, pick better leadership. I, I, I love it. And, you know, New York needs that again. People, you know, I meet all these great people in New York, and they said, you know, we're done. This place is rotten to the core. There's no getting it back. But actually, murders were much worse. There was much more violence when Rudy Giuliani took over. And as you said, it was the biggest turnaround in American history as far as a city. And he did it. He saw the vision. He had the right people around him. And I'm a CEO and... I have the right people around me. You always want people who have more skills even than you around you in different areas. And he did it. And thankfully, Mayor Bloomberg saw a great blueprint and kept with it. That's another great leader. When you see what works and you continue. You know, I, to- I told Mike when he took over from me, this was, you know, I said, I don't know who has the tougher job. Uh, I had to turn it around. And that sure was tough because nobody had done it in 50 years. But at least I, I remember telling my campaign manager, Arnie Burns, uh, I got no place else to go but up. I mean, I, there's no place. I mean, where else am I going to go? Uh, and, of course, the other thing that helped me was not being a Democrat. So I had no allegiances to the Democratic Party. I didn't owe to people so I could do what I wanted. Whereas when you take over a really good operation, to improve on it is hard. And Bloomberg did. Now, de Blasio did just the opposite, and I think it took a while for him to destroy it because he took over such a good city that Bloomberg had been running. Yeah, Matthew, you highlighted some really good things about how Mayor Giuliani worked across the aisle. He had to, right? His assembly was mostly Democrat, and he did it through common sense, and you highlight that. Was that a revelation to you when you were doing the movie? It it was. You know, it's very exciting to see that the early 90s people had become fed up with the decay of all these cities. Of course, you had Bill Clinton was elected, uh, and then you had Peter Vallone became, you know, uh, first speaker of of the city council. And, and of course, the election of Mayor Giuliani. Um, And you had all these things come together at this opportune time, and people said, look, like partisanship doesn't save lives. And from the federal level all the way down to the local level, um, everybody got together and, and put aside all this kind of old architecture and moved forward. I mean, it's, it's really kind of amazing when you think about the alignment of Democrats and Republicans. Half the people in our film are actually Democrats to this day. But they saw they, the city needed a brighter future, and everybody kind of got together. And Peter Ballone is also another big hero. I like to mention. He should be a big hero. He should be. You're absolutely I endorse that 100%. Couldn't have done it without him. Is he still alive? Yes, Peter. Oh, he is, yeah. Peter is. Peter is a remarkably wonderful man and smart. 
Oh, he's great. And, and he, you know, he gives a great interview. And the, and the great thing about it is everybody, you know, uh, was complimentary of everybody else in the film and the work they did. Because one of the things we wanted to highlight was that there was a lot of interesting people uh, that came in this era working, whether it's in welfare reform, you know, crime, broken windows, uh, analytics. This is a big thing that, you know, the mayor is owed for is using analytics to track garbage, crime, welfare. Uh, And this really brought the numbers down and reinstated accountability for all parts of the government in uh, New York. You know, if it weren't for Peter, the uh, we we could have done bipartisan one-on-one cooperation, but we could not have done, you know, the major legislation cooperation. Uh, He is the one who got that done. And we need that again, right? Uh, In our federal government, in our city governments, well, Peter we and need I that cooperation an, for common an, sense. We didn't have an agenda other than to solve the problems. Yeah, because you some, loved your city. Sometime, <laughs> sometimes, uh, sometimes he could. Sometimes he couldn't cooperate with me. Sometimes he wanted to, but he had to keep uh, his, what I call his, you know, crazy wing, who nowadays would look conservative. <laughs> yeah, right. You know that? I mean, I, I think of the ones that used to bother me because they were so left wing. I take them in a minute now. <laughs> Matthew, how can people see Gotham, the fall and rise of New York? You can go to www.gothammovie.com. You can find it on Amazon, iTunes, Google Play. Uh, it's there to watch. It's a wonderful movie. And I think people will learn a lot because there's a lot of information in there uh, that is that is new to people who, you know, if you're 30 years old, you don't remember bad New York. I'm I'm older. So I actually do remember. He doesn't uh, sound years, <laughs> you know. So so it's it's a yeah, it's, it's like a new story all over again. It's you did an incredible job. What a fascinating film. Thank we you. thank you. So I'm going to ask Peter. I'm giving him an assignment if he doesn't yeah. mind. Matthew, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Peter <laughs> I know you Matthew, uh, I want to ask you to do this, and maybe in a week or two we'll put put you back on. Could you make a list of what you learned from the? Movie, not just me, but the all the years, you know, going back to college, who did a lot of positive Absolutely. things. Um, what could be done? What, what do you think? We're a different time, different people. What could be done now to get control of this and and, and, and change the direction of this? Wow, you're putting a lot. What on do you Matthew. think? No, just what you think yeah. could be drawn. What do you think <laughs> could be drawn from the movie that is realistic now? Because I get asked that question a lot. I think there's a lot. And I'd be of happy parallel, to talk yeah. to you about it. Off, you know, I'd be happy to yeah, talk to you. About I would, you know. I have I have plenty of ideas, and I learned I know you a lot do. from the movie. Yeah. And I, you know, and I, I would love to discuss that with you actually, because I think uh, Mayor Adams has some opportunities. He does. to you know maybe make good on his promises that he made during his uh, his run for mayor. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. You know, and he does do some of the things that we did. He doesn't like to give credit because you know he's he's afraid that if he gives credit to me, the Democratic Party will throw him out. I think he's. But for example, for the better. That, that this whole issue with uh, mentally ill people by sending a policeman and a social worker, I mean, that's what we did. That's what we started. Uh, yeah. And it's helping a little. So, I mean, there are things like that, okay? Absolutely, well, yes. I hope Mayor Adams does his job because I love I, New York City. 100%. 100%. We're all rooting for him. Well, thank you, Matthew, and you. congratulations on a spectacular film, Gotham, The Fall and Rise of New York. Can we play? I mean, is it, for having it, me. Could we play uh, 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 Feinstein? What have you heard? 
What have I heard about what? About your return. How have they felt about your no, return? No, I haven't been gone. Okay. Um, you should follow me. I haven't been gone. I've been working. You've been working from home is what you're saying? No, I've been here. Um, I've been voting. Please, either know or don't know. This is really pathetically right. That's right. sad. He's a United States Senator from California. Yep. And if it was isolated, I guess it'd be pretty bad. But, but I this played, has been going on for I years. I played that as symbolic of Fetterman. Uh, Biden could have done the same thing or said the same thing. He said worse, actually. I think as an American citizen, too, I have How a right to this? know whether her Chinese spy driver that drove her for over 18 years got any information. Yeah, I have a right million. to know. I'd like to know how she made the $200 million. Hey, did any of that come from China? Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it did. I mean, I don't know. But when you show me a number like $200 million, she's got a Chinese driver for 19 years. They, they don't bother to let us know if they did a background check on them. Uh, they warned her about it, as opposed to what they always did every time there was an issue about Trump, which is not tell him and try to put him in jail. I mean, how about running an undercover operation on her? You see her with a Chinese driver, run somebody into her and see if she's if the she's driver's compromised. a spy. Yeah, and whether she's compromised. And what about with Swalwell, who's uh, got the young chick? Was he chick? warned about that Chinese spy? Was Damn Swalwell right he warned? Was. I thought so. Damn right he was. And did she get it? We all have a right to know how these people are making money when they're a public servant. I don't, you know, maybe their spouse is making money. That's fine. I, that's how Nancy did it. She, you know, her it husband. Fine. She committed what well, is a that's... federal crime in order to do it. Yeah. But but Congress has an exemption from the federal crime, which is totally outrageous, which is insider trading. Anybody else for the amount of money they ma- made would be in jail for 20 years. Yeah, I misspoke when I said it's fine. If your husband's not getting insider trading information or your spouse, your wife. And they're doing that on their own, making money. That's one thing. But these public servants, whose it does appear, it's alleged that Mr. Pelosi was getting insider training, trading because he sells things, he buys things that it seems like Only at the right. right time. We need ethics back. We need for people to get punished or kicked out if they do things wrong. This is why the American people are upset and frustrated. They're above the law. The Democrat Party has put themselves above the law. Yeah, and they love to talk about no one should be above the law. But they are because, you know, they they own the FBI, the Justice Department. What they've done to the the FBI is unforgivable. It's unforgivable to do that to such a great law enforcement organization. And uh, uh, Durham wrote it in such a low-key manner. You, You don't get a sense of how serious this really is. I mean, this is one of the if not the worst thing that's ever happened in our criminal justice system in the history of this country. It's the biggest uh, uh, failure ever of our criminal justice system. It's as if, as if it's gone bankrupt. You know, my um, assessment of Marjorie Taylor Greene is still out, but at least she's doing something. She's introducing articles of impeachment on Mayorkas and on Biden. At least she's doing something. In my opinion, it's not out. I'm 100 percent in favor. I I support her each time. And I think that, uh, okay, she makes a couple of statements I don't agree with, but they're not nearly as bad as the statements made by AOC and her anti-Semitic Jewish hating. uh, She's cray cray. Yeah. She just wants to be on social media. I don't know why she doesn't go hang out with the Kardashians. And, you know, one of her one of her aides is now like the secretary of the Communist Party. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Well, stay with us. We got to take a short break and you'll come back to hear us 
finish up our show. It must be the job of a prosecutor to step up and then step in and attempt to uphold it and uphold the principle that no one is above the law and no one is beneath the law. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back with uh, Uncovering the Truth, sponsored by Tunnel to Towers and with the incomparable Dr. Maria. Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. You now call them or go to them on T2T.org and give them $11 a month and you'll be taking care of our wounded warriors, foreign and domestic, and those who uh, are lost in the line of duty. No one does more. No one does more for them than, than tunnels to towers, and you want to be part of that. Well, I have to give a shout-out to Supreme Court Neil Gorsuch. You know, uh, most people do not realize that the health care workers are under a federal mandate to, uh, to me, unconstitutionally take the COVID-19 Even now? injection. Even now. So how they did it. They were very sneaky, the Biden administration, and but the Supreme Court up, upheld it. If you take Medicaid or Medicaid, uh, excuse me, Medicare dollars, so Medicaid and Medicare, then you have to mandate your employees to have the COVID injections. As you can see, I don't say it's a vaccine because it doesn't fit the definition of vaccine. It doesn't prevent you from getting the disease nor giving it. But, and this is still, I just checked with the woman who took over as CEO of the hospital I was at, and she said it's unfortunately still in effect. Well, Neil Gorsuch showed the cojones to come out with an eight-page statement. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm angry. Okay. I'm so angry. So what do you this do? is tell not us, right tell to the health workers. I'm anxious Well, he this. was actually, they were opining I on him. a case. I was there when he got appointed. They were opining on a case um, that had to do with Title 42. And so he released an eight-page statement that accompanied this routine order, and he talked about the worst time in basically in our history was the mandates that happened to the people. 100%. Yep. And that that was the biggest intrusion. His actual quote was, since March 2020, we may have experienced the greatest intrusions on civil liberties in the peacetime history of our country. We talked about that at the time. Yes, we... I think one of your shows started because of this, saw, because yeah, of remember. the civil yeah. liberties, so upset, and yeah. you had me on all the time. Yeah, I decided I had to, I had to, I had to do uh, the po- the podcast because I could devote it to that. Yeah, because I was one of the few healthcare workers who weren't afraid to speak up for well, common you, sense. I mean, you you gave me the other side of it that a lot of people would not have have had the benefit of. I'm I'm very interested in one one of the of one of the callers here. And oh my goodness! I hope they didn't get off. No, it's um, it's uh, Jim. Oh, yeah. Jim, 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 and Yonkers. Yonkers. There you are, Jim. Jim, we yes. need you. Tell us yes. what you have Hello. to say. Hello, Mr. Giuliani. It's a pleasure to be on with you and Dr. Maria. Thank you. Uh, I have a a couple of questions. One is, um, I heard on Channel Eleven today that um, I think you're going to start another Russia, Russia, Russia with you um, being accused of taking two million dollars to fix bribes. 
and uh, that's number one. And number two, any hint on uh, any any hint on where I put this money? Because I'd like to see if I could find it. I mean, I'd return it if it were illegal, but if not, I'd pay taxes on it and keep it. (laughs) This was an (laughs) offer. I believe this was like you were offering it to anybody to that you you could sell pardons, and you were going to split it with Trump. Well, you know that's fake news, right, Jim? It's not only fake news, it's a malicious, vicious lie. And if anybody believes after my career in law enforcement, I'm going to take a bribe, you're sick. You're sick. I I, I can't even deal with you. I mean, uh, 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 take a bribe. My backside. You don't have enough money to bribe. You know what? You're attacked because of the information you had against the Bidens, against the Democrats. Don't even give it any. Since you can't get me to do what you want by threatening to kill me, you think you can do it by bribing me? (laughs) What a bunch of Let's hear what Judith has to say about the Durham report. Oh, hi, guys. Good morning. Thank you so much. Real fast. Uh, John Durham uh, deliberately took his time, I understand, for four years. So that the statute of limitations expired. So all these criminals like James Comey and the Pfizer judges, well, Stroke Page, Obama, Joe Biden, John Brennan, Hillary Adams, all of them, they can't be prosecuted anymore. They can't. Is there a pretty much pretty much pretty much true as to a lot of the cases? I'll tell you what could be it could be prosecuted as a RICO case because a lot of their conduct continues. They continue to go on television. They continue to deny it. They continue to cover it up. I could get most of them in a RICO case. Uh, as smart as they are, they're not as smart as I am. So, uh, second, uh, second, uh, second. I, 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 I think that's one of the reasons he covered it up. The other reason is political. They wanted out of. The, they, they wanted it. They certainly wouldn't do it before the 2020 election when they could have. They could have brought this case in. The mid of mid twenty twenty. They could, and you therefore, knew most of this information. or at least they were required to report to the American people the the un um, uh, the the documentary evidence they had that the American people should know. Plus, remember, they also went ahead and did the affirmative act of holding back the hard drive, and that contains uh, hundreds of crimes committed by the by by the Bidens. Still so, being suppressed. So I mean, they clearly fixed. They clearly attempted to fix the 2016 election, failed. 2020. They, they uh, attempted to remove a lawfully elected president based on false, concocted, paid-for information. And then they uh, attempted to and did affect the 2020 election by uh, covering up the biggest single piece of evidence against a presidential candidate ever in American history. What else do they have to do? I mean, what, I mean, what else do they have to do? I mean, is it even relevant whether they fix the vote? I mean, and why would anybody be shocked that a group of people that do that fix votes? I try to cheerlead people all the time, Rudy, because I get so many letters from our listeners who are so frustrated and feel like giving up. They're like, why should we vote anymore? Why should we do anything? Nobody's held accountable. And I keep trying to cheerlead and say, together we can make a difference. But it is hard. It is hard when you see everybody getting away with all this crap. Having prosecuted no one. They could easily get away with it again in 2024. After all, they did it in 2016. Then they repeated it in 2020 because nothing was done. Why wouldn't they repeat it in 2024? Thank you for joining us on the Uncovering the Truth every Sunday, 10 a.m. in the Rudy Giuliani Show every day, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Thank you. Have a good week.
Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 